and welcome to this week's very special episode of Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, usually, but as I said, very special episode. So with us this week, we have Tristan, who's going to explain everything. Well, I won't explain everything, but I'll, I'll do my very best. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Uh, it is my great pleasure today to run a one-shot for the divine Dum Dum Dyers to die. It is a one-shot called The Last Papyrus. You know, we have one Pony GM. We don't need to. <laughs> we always need them. I um, approve. I would like, I suppose you all know each other, actually. For the moment, any listener thinks it's just Carl and I. So should we just say who's around the table? Okay, well, I'm here. It's me. It's Carla. And I'm playing a character called Tavi. Hi, my name is Kirsten. And I am playing a Lightfoot Halfling Wizard slash Cleric uh, called Dope. Hi, I'm Nicole. And I am playing a character by the name of Alyssa, who is a female human wizard. And I'm Wednesday, and my character's name is Rigel Vylan, and he is an Asimar wizard. Oh, I, I'm a high, high elf wizard monk. Indeed. So the prerequisite for this one shot is that they are all wizards. And we're going to just jump right in and find out why. So the ancient wizarding library is quiet. The ancient wizarding library of, where is the place you all work again? Hagwards. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe I should actually write that down in case it <laughs> ever comes up again. The night is waning on and the moon is high. It's pale light glancing in through one of the tall windows. Soft candlelight flickers here and there throughout the main hall where you are all working currently. So I'd like you all or each to take a moment to describe what your character looks like and what they are doing where in the giant library. So who wants to go first? I am a, a very pale uh, male high elf and I have uh, long black hair, but it's, it's tied up into a braid. And then I'm wearing very close-fitting leathers um, in a dark green color. And I am at the top of the stacks putting books in the top of the stacks but the the ladder isn't near me i'm i'm just scaling it like fancy Ooh, okay yeah cool, cool, cool. like fancy my character is um a little light foot halfling quite pale uh, in comparison if you can imagine because joe is based on this um real life other fantasy character uh dexter the serial killer who kills other serial killers uh, she looks like a female version, halfling version of that. Uh, she always wears what looks like an animal skull on her face. Uh, so sort of witch doctory. What is the video game that Shaman. we play? Diablo. Diablo. Shamanist Diablo kind of vibes. And she is, has got a flaming red hair that's very, very curly and tied back into a ponytail. And uh, she is currently looking at the lowest shelves in the library, um, sorting books back into their original Dewey Decimal System. Cool. Precise. Okay. Um, Alyssa is a female human wizard. Hazel eyes. She's medium built with um, like a 
like light brown skin with red hair. Um, she's got like, it's almost like dreadlocks. And she is wearing a black leather catsuit with black army boots. Um, and then she has this tribal, this full arm tattoo sleeve. It's like a, it's a tribal tattoo. And she is just reading through the books because she's very interested to know what they have in stock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, this is like a, a nice uh, collection of misfit wizards by the sounds of things. <laughs> All right. So, um, Rigel is actually really tall. He's 1.9 meters tall. He's got really deep green eyes and he is his hair is golden bl- blonde and he's actually radiant as an Azamar. The strange thing about Rigel is he's wearing a very scraggly fake beard and like very tattered kind of wizard robes and he's reaching up for a book that if he just stood up straight he would actually be able to reach it but he's pretending to be crotchety and old and the fake beard is sort of hanging off to one side so you can see he's actually in his early 20s he's just a little bit odd (laughs) fantastic so there you are he has a Merlin complex (laughs) (laughs) so there you all are what are you up to? Uh, you're all in the same space, I imagine. Mm. And you, we can assume that you know each other and that you were in the same internship program in mm. Hag Wards. Yeah. And uh, you've all just been sort of, you've completed your internship. So you're all in the same unit. You're in the parchment unit. Uh, and that's where you're currently working. So you're welcome to introduce a scene. Feel free. Oh, well, I'm stacking at the top. Yeah, we already just... No, I know. I'm oh, saying okay. play it. So you're oh, to continue I, I from like, that initial image. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I'm going to sort of clamber down uh, two shelves to where... Um, Rigel. Rigel is busy trying to reach for the book. And I'm just going to like watch him <laughs> and hang from the shelves watching him. And, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to watch and smile. Alyssa's kind of reading her book, but she also notices Rigel. And so she's kind of pretending like she's, you know, when someone like looks at someone, but they're just kind of flipping the pages to make it seem as if they're interested. But she's also blatantly staring at Rigel. Okay, I'm stretching and I'm, I'm not really stretching. Like I'm not stretching my arm out fully. I'm just stretching it like a little bit. So it's like completely bent at the elbow and I'm going, ugh. I'm so old, I can't reach this book. (laughs) I'm going to fall off the shelf laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for using a dice to decide that. (laughs) Crash to the ground. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to laugh on the floor. Yeah, from where Tavi has crashed, uh, it's like right in front of where Doe is organizing books. So like she pushes the trolley over... Tavi and is now um, like carrying on. Just right on by. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So this scene <laughs> is as it is. Uh, and then there is a crash of glass and a moment of confusion before you see a rope ladder unfurl to the floor. A hole in one of the dome glass ceilings peeks out onto the bottom of a flying ship to which the ladder is attached. And sailing down, said ladder, expertly, are two figures. Please roll initiative. Crit fail. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) 10. 15. Cool. And Reichel. 
It's Rigel, like the star, the brightest star in the universe. I knew that, obviously. 16. 16. Cool. Uh, fantastic. So, um, the first of this swashbuckler type um, sort of adorned in much like Alyssa boots, but not catsuit at all, uh, more browns. There's like a, a mid-waist sash, and they've got a dagger in one hand and a rapier in the other, and they're just going to as the first one lands on the ladder, he's going to go, have at thee, and runs to the nearest of you, obviously not uh, Rigel, the old person. Rigel is old, right? He's, no, he's no. in his early 20s. He just but he pretends to he be old. He pretends okay. to be old. He doesn't look old. So then uh, this first uh, swashbuckler is going to uh, run up to uh, Rigel um, and attack you with the dagger. How far is everyone from each other again? Oh, I'm right next to Rigel on the floor. Good to know. <laughs> so, so basically Doe is under Rigel right now, having walked over Tubby. Ah. So uh, <laughs> so the, the swashbuckler has three attacks, and it's going to do one to all three of you, okay. essentially. Okay. So first, uh, the dagger into Rigel. Uh, Rigel, hmm. does a non-natural 20 hit you? I assume it does. <laughs> No, to- totally. Like we're all not. wizards here. Let's be real. You only take five piercing damage. Only. There's like a dagger into your side. Okay. Sh-tah! Okay. Uh, and then, right, and then with its other hand, the swashbuckler is going to then uh, stab with its rapier once into Tavi and then once into Doe. So first to Tavi. Uh, ooh, I'm so sorry. They're like really, um, they're fierce, <laughs> you know. Just got to get in here. 22 to hit. Yeah. Uh, seven piercing damage to you, Tavi. Sure, Kiraf. And then to Doe, it's it's a crit fail. So um, this flurry of attack and attack and attack. Doe looks at the person. And with the skull that it suddenly sees, the swashbuckler's eyes go a bit wide and the rapier just skims past you narrowly and stabs into one of the shelves behind you and gets stuck in like the books there. And that is where we will leave that human. Uh, then it is Rigel. Rigel? Because when he got attacked, actually got a fright and forgot that he is pretending to be an old wizard, is going to cast daylight. A 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range, so it would be myself because I got a fright. The sphere is bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 feet, so it's 120 feet, so it should light up the entire library. Yes, yes, it um, does. And that is all that it does. I see. You just Your intention is just to go whoosh. It doesn't blind anybody. It doesn't do anything like that. No, because okay. I'm, I'm a really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to do for your turn? Then hunch back down again. Like, okay, wait, and straighten my beard. Okay, so there's this like, weird Gandalf moment where you're like, and then it's white light just fills the space and you notice that other than these two uh, swashbucklers there were some figures on the other end of the library that you couldn't see in the dark that are suddenly illuminated and they are uh, robed figures one might say you're not going to move anyway that's you you're just like "Ah." yeah cool Alyssa your turn so I keep wanting to say Darby so Alyssa is going to cast um, fireball this is basically a bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range and then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere uh, centered on that point must make a dexterity saving throw. A target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Hectic. All right, so um, how many oh, people well, does oh, that affect? So, yeah, and I'd say they didn't move that far. They're like 10 feet. The ladder was pretty close to all yes. of you. Um, does it include all your party members as well 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a 20 foot radius. So, Sorry. everybody, let's make some deck saving throws and see what happens here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the first one that uh, is got its rapier stuck got a 17. Um, can I uh, put my dice in dice gel, please? <laughs> Um, what do, what do we have to, to get for the saving right? throw? What's your DC? What's your save? Uh, 15. Okay, so the first swashbuckler uh, passes. What about everybody else? I failed. What's I'm, five? Oh, I failed. I, I got nine. Yeah, I got a critical fail, but I'm lucky because I'm a halfling, so I get to reroll. Luck. Nine. The second swashbuckler, just getting off the ladder, fails. So everybody, except for that one swashbuckler, <laughs> fails. What happens? 86. 86! Jeez, Nicole. Do Welcome you want to this to one shot. TPK. And then also half as much damage on a successful one. Oh, yeah, but okay, everyone cool. failed except one. Yeah. All right. Roll that damage then. Are you so, sure you want to do that, Liv? It's too late. It has been done. The dice have rolled. Guys, why did you roll so shit? <laughs> I'm you sorry. Shoot at us. What okay, even so is what am I Alyssa? rolling? 8d6. 8. Good grief. I'm going to be dead. 17. Plus roll again. 17 plus 11. So uh, 27, no, 28. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm, done. I'm dead. Wow. In one Unconscious. swoop. So can maybe that just happen in my mind? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm happy for it to play out like this. It's actually, it's okay. wonderful. It's, it's your decision. Can you describe for me what happens? In my mind or? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, so what is the name of the spell again? <laughs> it's Fire. called Fireball. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think I was definitely trying to not kill you guys. But so consider yourself failed. Yeah, so um Alyssa didn't go to um to like wizardry school. <laughs> so she just kinda like you know, she had to like Response. learn herself. Mm-hmm. So I think this one just kind of you know, like how you get wild magic. Mm-hmm. It was I think she just got super nervous because it just kinda happened so suddenly and then she was like, Oh my word, attack. And then... Boom. So So flames erupt everywhere. There are sizzling books. There's, you know, pieces of charred paper falling. Your your (laughs) companions have collapsed. The two enemies and intruders are fine. fine. Um, A bit singed. But um, these figures that were on the other end of the library that you didn't see before turn and just dart into the darkness. And there's a moment when the one swashbuckler pulls out the sword and just goes, Jeez! What are you? Sorry. <laughs> are you on our side? <laughs> um, um, are you going to leave? Uh, the other one walks in. Jerry, Jerry, just whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you the people stealing the paper? From Why would where? you burn the paper you're trying to steal? Um, guys. You cast your eyes to the, the unconscious bodies on the ground. I don't know. The one that called to Jerry uh, goes, Captain, Captain, uh, we might have the wrong people here. And in a doorway, just, I'm speaking to you because you're the only one who can see this now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love how this has changed entirely what was happening here. In the doorway stands a lumbering form and it steps through the frame very casually. And you make out its appearance in now only fading, flickering candlelight because daylight is gone because that person is dead. Well, not dead, just unconscious. Yeah. Um, they're tall. Yeah. They're seven foot tall. Yeah. And um, this, this massive figure has a hippopotamus head and is wearing a very gaudy military uniform. And there's a pistol strapped to its side next to a rapier of some sort. And in its meaty fingers, it's clutching a musket as it steps in. And he's got a little monocle and a pipe. 
and he's <laughs> flanked on both sides by very similar looking beings. And you hear his voice go, <coughs> What's going on in here? Well, you see, your people came and then they tried to kill us and then I sort of killed my people. (laughs) (laughs) As we lay there strewn on the floor. Everybody make your death (laughs) sounds. I think in a second I will ask you to do that. But um, this this creature goes, Jerry, is this true? And the the swashbuckler nods. All right, Sir, Sir Robert John. And he turns to his compatriot. Um, let's get a med kit out here. I don't think these are the ones we're looking for. And um, this big hippopotamus person comes over to each of you and uh, is going to like tend to your wounds and do very basic magic just to heal you up to, let's say, three hit points. So you all come back to consciousness. <laughs> the last thing you remember is flames and chaos. Do they remember it comes from me? Yes. You come back to life in the in the scene that is swashbucklers who thought they knew what was going on and they now look very confused and there's hippopotamus headed um, people I'm gonna jump up and punch the closest person uh, roll a, an attack for me um, just a regular strength I think it is yeah uh, I'm assuming it's an unarmed attack yeah but I'm a monk so 15 oh yeah um that does not hit um you you collide but it's the strong leather armor that's like faded with uh, I don't know aged of the sea or something and you you Clunk this one swashbuckler who kind of like recoils a little bit, but then just looks at you really weird. But I'm going to do flurry of blows. I'm okay. going to do it three do times. Do it again, do it again. Uh, 23. That'll hit. And 23. Uh, roll some damage. 10 in total. 10 in total. As I'm like, bah, bah, and I'm like, okay, I- I've got this one. You guys get the rest. I don't know what happened and why is it on fire? <laughs> Just to, I'm like, get behind me. Bam, bam, bam. So you, you hit the blows. The, the swashbuckler takes like some like to the super chin quick. and a couple in the kidneys and recoils and is about to launch back at you and get into a brawl when you hear this oh, musket. I would have disengaged. You would have disengaged? Okay. Yeah. So they chase after you, just like swinging madly, you know, like like in a weird Western bar fight, I suppose. But there's a, a gunshot that goes off as the musket fires and there's a crash of glass again as it just gets shot up into the ceiling. Anyone calms down again. As I'm running away, I'll be like, you'll never take me alive again, I think. And then when the gunshot stops, I turn around. All right, I need to know what's going on here. You three that just woke up, are you planning on stealing the papyrus from this library? We work here. In what capacity? In the librarian, put the books back where they belong capacity. I am uh, Lord Prentice Humphrey Turkeycock. I am the uh, captain of the last of the papyrus. This is Sir uh, Robert John. And then he gestures to the other hippopotamus head. And can you please give me a pompous British name? Withington. Withington. Okay, what else? I need more than like one. (laughs) Finley. Byron. Finley Withington. Okay. Um, Hugh. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh. Listen, Henley Few. And this is uh, uh, Byron Hugh Finley Whittington. Uh, Pleased to make your acquaintance. Uh, That's Jerry and that's Susan. Now, we are sorry to have broken in on you like this, but um, we've been chasing down a a group of no-do-wells who've been taking our business from us. As I'm listening, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, and then I'm fetching water and I'm (laughs) throwing water on the flaming. I'm like, and no one else bothered by the flaming. I'm I'm still a little bit out of it. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm, I'm sitting up and... I'm assuming that beard is gone. The, oh, yeah. yeah. The um, smoke is rising as you, you throw some water on and um, 
Byron Hugh also runs up and starts to like deal with some of the flames uh, to assist you. But I'd like you all to make a knowledge check. Just a general knowledge roll. Setting so knowledge what? is what? What is knowledge? Is it history? History? Insight? Not inside history or history. history. Let's make it history. Okay. 15. 22. 6. The 22, you recall this particular parchment that you were meant to be watching for tonight. Your first um, week out of the internship has been to take care of one particular um, magical scroll. That is what you suddenly recall as this person is speaking to you. The rest of you recall... Um, coming across these creatures called GIF or GIF. I suppose it's like the internet problem. Um, <laughs> it's one or the other, but this is what these creatures are called. And you, you've heard of them before and you recognize that uh, Lord Turkeycock is in fact one of them. Did I know that the papyrus, was it in the stacks that are burning? Uh, no, no, no. Um, so this is a very particular uh, piece of papyrus that is stored um, a little bit on the other end of the library in like a, like a container. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to wait because he said, oh, they've been messing with your business, I say, as I'm patting down. Yes, yes, indeed, it's, uh, it's true. Um, once troops, troops of papyrus sailed the sky, the paper trade was rife with possibility and prosperity. These last three winters, I tell you, have been uh, tough, however. Simply less paper in the world. We ourselves have flown from corner to corner in a forever more desperate search for bounty. Some ships have been tethered to the earth. Haven't left the ground in months. Truly sad state. We are the last. The last of the papyrus. And our mission is to find out who is taking all the paper. So we've, we've tracked down some of these, these men and women. To this establishment. Um, we've been following them for a night or two. Knew there was a, a raid, as it were. So if you work here, is anything missing? Where's the paper? And then I'm going to point to the burning stacks. <laughs> and I'm going to... Uh, well, if you're here to save paper, uh, and I'm going to look, give them the beady eye, and I'm mm. going to say, who did this? And I'm looking at them, because obviously it was not one of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Alyssa Alyssa is, Joe is literally definitely. just looking at Alyssa, and like, if you can see through the skull, it's like eyes of death. Alyssa is definitely not making contact with anyone at this point. And I'm holding up my fist. I'm like, who did this? And I look at the one that I punched. I'm like, was oh, yeah. it you? So Jerry goes, hey, I, I didn't do anything. And, li and listen, this is unrefined. This is already in books. This is not the paper we can use. It's, we wouldn't. Okay, but still. Then I turn to the next one in the party and I'm going to hold up my fist and I'm like, did you do this? Susan's like, yeah. Alyssa's going to slowly like raise her hand like, and then I, like a I, child and then be like, it was me. Doe like storms past Alyssa and starts heading towards the, the spell scroll. Mm, mm. Or I, at least like the forbidden section. <laughs> Thank mm. you for picking that. I remain in control of myself and do not punch you in the face. This is well why done. she likes you. <laughs> and I say, that was a bad plan. Mm -hmm. uh, Good. Um, sh shouldn't we re record this? I mean... We have to write a report on what happened in the library, don't we? Mm -hmm. Oh, we can write it later. Uh, Doe's already gone off. Let's uh, follow Doe to the totally non-special place that we should go to. Okay, and then I'll run off to Doe. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa's going to turn around and follow you. The five new figures uh, just turn and watch you as you walk to the West Wing, uh, which is 
still in sight. So you just kind of awkwardly move away. Um, and they'll eventually approach after time. But as you walk towards where you know this special, uh, magical, powerful spell scroll to be, mm. um, that the great wizard entrusted you with, what was the wizard's name, perhaps? Donald. Babouche. <laughs> Donald. The great wizard Donald Babouche. <laughs> so... <laughs> Good job. Um, <laughs> you realize that the paper is gone. And whoever those robed, masked figures were, they may have left with it. Do I know what the paper was? Because I had such a high... Indeed. You know... Because I imagine we'd all know where the paper wa- mm, indeed. was. Yes, yes. It is so incredibly powerful that it makes for more potent spells. So any um, runes or anything that's written on it to aid in magic is amplified like 20 times. So they've been, the higher wizards like Donald, have been studying it to work out its intricacies and its depths. And you were meant to just watch over it during the night shifts to make sure nothing happens to it. Um, oh, okay, I'm, so I'm going to w- message each of my party members. So and what's I'm, up, us? Yeah, I'm, I'm a direct message. I'm going to slide into your mind DMs. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hey, guys. So while you were stacking books, I was reading the paper. And uh, it's essentially super powerful. But I think we can use these guys to help us find it. But then they mustn't have it. So let's just be cool and be friends with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then out loud, I'm going to say, Yeah. There's a totally non-special piece of papyrus missing. We should go find them with you guys. You guys seem pretty strong. And I'm going to look at the one that I punched a couple times. And I'm going to say, I think we could help each other. Like Alyssa helped us. I mean... And just the eyes, like move inside the skulls. It's like you're looking at it. still staring I walk up to daggers. every single one of them and I shake their hands in a very heartfelt way because I'm very, like, a very nice person like that. And I genuinely believe that we're going to be friends with them now. So, And I also say, and if anyone had a healing potion, that would be great. I'd appreciate that. So the swashbucklers <laughs> you talk to are clearly like lower ranked. So they just kind of put their heads down and they step backwards when you, when you address them. And when you come and shake everyone's hands, they mostly give you their hands except um, for Lord Prentice because his second hand man, his right hand man, Sir Robert John, just steps in front of you and says, none of that, none of that. And uh, Lord Prentice just says, well, it seems we might be uh, friendly and we, we could assist you in, in some manner. We don't mind if you join us on the ship, um, but you will have to pull your own weight. And uh, if you need to put up a fight, I expect you put up a good one. Looking at what you can do, and he looks around to the burning shelves again. Yes, I suppose it's not too bad. Listen, we're, we're heading eastward. Um, you will not interfere with our mission. We are currently tracking down this cult, so... Please excuse us. So, Robert John, you will see to them, will you? And the second Jif nods. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is he an actual lord? You can make an insight check. Because I am a noble. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> if you would like to, you can make an insight check. 15. You, as a noble, have never heard of the House of Turkeycock mm. or um, this particular group of lords or nobles, so you imagine it's names they give themselves that the GIF might just call themselves by lords and barons and sirs and whatever. No, I quite like that idea. I mean, it talks volumes about equality and where society should be heading towards. Is this happening in your brain? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, All right, so then... um, The entire time I've forgotten that I'm pretending to be old. 
The <laughs> <laughs> at this the one swashbuckler that uh, Tavi 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 uh, punched the poo out of uh, sidles up to you very gently, very cautiously, and uh, just slips a hand into sort of between their leather armor and pulls out a small vial, and just like says, uh, "Here you go, if you if you need." And and then I take it and I say, "Sorry, I punched you." In the, and then I point wherever I punched him. And I'm like, you know, there and there and there. Uh, uh. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, it's what I get for being the avant-garde. Well, you, you did stab me as well. So, I mean, I think we're fair. It was my mistake. My mistake, you. And then I swing the boat. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can take the 2d4, is it? It's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Six. I have nine hit points, guys. So Woo! battered, bruised, and charred, I assume you follow the, the group. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, they, they head towards the ladders, um, except obviously for the, the GIF, because they clearly can't climb a ladder like that. They, they head out in a different direction, and they, they gesture to you to follow uh, Jerry and Susan. So can you all please make an acrobatics check for me? Uh, as I do it, I realize I didn't share the healing potion with anyone else, and then I'm like, eh, eh, and then I sort of leave it. Is this empty vial and you just put it down on the ground? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. What are we rolling? Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Eleven. Five. Six. Nineteen. Oh. So Doe gets to the ladder and is the first to go behind uh, Jerry and Susan and just climbs up very easily afterwards. Rigel. Eleven, yeah. Starts climbing up and there's like a moment or two where they, they slip and then they keep going up and it's fine. Uh, the two of you, like... One, two, step, you fall back down. Um, who got the lowest out of the two of you? Well, I got Me. six. Five. Ah. Then, also, it was a crit fail, wasn't it? Yeah. Then you, <laughs> as you, you climb up far enough, but you, when you bail, you fall past Tavi to the ground and you take four points of damage as um, you hit the ground. And get that's why I fall, because well, I laugh at <laughs> Exactly. Well, I mean, that's fair. I, I, I just laugh and I fall as well. And then I'm lying down laughing and I'm like, it serves you right. <laughs> Your two teammates are there. Just a little like skull peeking over the ship and then walks away. Yeah, and this is going to laugh fire. with, with Tavi. <laughs> and then at herself, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and do a fist bump with Alyssa as we're lying down on our backs looking at the rope. I'm going to fist bump Alyssa. Alyssa's going to, she's going to join you. Fist bump. You lie on the ground that is somewhat charred, still with pieces of, pieces of glass and eventually, I suppose, you, you will get up and join your team. Yeah. And you make your way onto the ship where um, the three GIF are for some reason. You have no idea how they might have gotten there. Um, but it looks like a very impressive galleon um, where there would be sails. Instead, there's a, they're these massive white balloons that keep this large structure aloft. Uh, and once aboard, Lord Prentice uh, Turkeycock introduces you to the Baroness Frederica Shufflenapper III. And then whistles a command, and a few of the crew around bustle to their stations. There's a mixture of these hippopotamus-headed people, the Jif, and regular humans, uh, and an odd half-orc here and there. The ship slowly drifts off into the night sky, and the city shrinks away as it descends into the sky. And Lord Turkeycock says, welcome to the Biblis Chaser. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Those figures when I lit up the room, mm-hmm. was there anything other than the fact that they were masked and hooded that made them sort of identifiable? Can you make a religion check? Ten. They didn't look like they were from any religion you recognize on this plane, on this world. It's something separate, something different. 
they could just be thugs, street kids. Okay. Ghost your face, so like, mm. I'm channeling dog. You're channeling. Um, just staring daggers at everyone. <laughs> right, so you're on this ship, essentially, that's flying through the sky. It's getting late in the night now. The moon drifts silently in the sky as you are carried along in search of these paper thieves. I'm sorry, would the moon ever drift loudly? <laughs> <laughs> moon, moon. <laughs> 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 moon rage. The thought is too much. Do you remember, what is that show? Oh gosh. <gasps> Everybody look at the moon. Yes. And the moon. The <laughs> <laughs> moon is like cheese. What is that show called? <laughs> I am yeah. the moon. Yeah. Oh man! I know okay. what you mean. When you guys think of it, let it's me. gonna come to me. No, the I'm great. Sorry. All I've got is a screaming moon in my. Isn't it the mighty boosh? Yeah, the mighty boosh. I was like the great boosh. I was like the great babushka. The great Donald Babush, wizard of high. Everybody, look at the moon. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Lord Prentice Turkeycock uh, invites you to look around, make yourselves comfortable. They're traveling through the night at the moment to give chase. At this point. He gestures to Sir Robert John and he says, uh, he'll fetch you uh, soon once your sleeping quarters are prepared. So uh, just have a look around, try not to break anything. Um, please stay away from any fire. Thank you so much. Doe casts whole person on Alyssa. <laughs> Rally. That just yes. works, eh? Do you don't have to roll anything? Does she make a, need to make a save? She needs to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm going to look at them and I'm going to laugh whatever happens. Yeah, she passes but you know I've attempted to do 24. it. You know I've attempted wow. to do it. Um, what does and the spell need? Is it like vocal, somatic? Do you have to use your hands? Do you have to vocal, speak a spell? Vocal, somatic, and... Material? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, cool. So you, you whip out this, whatever you need and you mutter some words and then there's this moment where you feel the spell working. She holds working. like a key because it says a small straight piece ah, of iron. There we go. So she holds up a key and she's like, you know. And you feel something taking hold and then it just shatters and the spell has not worked. And then, like, she just stalks past Alyssa. Fantastic. So you just see, like, almost it looks like a very grumpy... What's it? Cubone. Looks yes. like a very grumpy Cubone that walks past From you. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow behind her while we're waiting for the sleeping quarters. Hmm. And I say, are you going to investigate the ship? We should do that. And I'm going to call the other Who two and, like, gesture. Yeah. And I'm going to gesture the other two to follow us. Alyssa's going to follow I'm going to take out my staff and I'm going to sort of hunch over it and start walking along the ship. And sort of my method of investigation is to move really slowly to make sure that I'm taking in absolutely everything. If you'd like, you can make a perception check. <laughs> can I make an investigation roll? What are you investigating? What are you looking for? Notes on, uh, like, what are they going to do with the paper where, if, if they find it? Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. You know, what is their plans okay. for the paper? 16. 16 for perception. You notice one or two of the crew members sort of half snoozing up against the, the one uh, bar barricade, balustrade, whatever the side of the ship is. And is it not a balustrade? Maybe it's a balustrade. Thank you. <laughs> um, the, the upper sort of captain's level where the steering wheel is, uh, <laughs> you see that's the, where the Baroness Frederica is and uh, currently just moving the, the steering wheel here or there. Um, but otherwise, the night is quiet and there's nothing um, of delicate interest on deck mm -hmm. as for the investigation um, 22 very high so you notice that there are no um, cannons or weaponry on the top of the ship at the moment but there are 
sort of holes in the side of the ship. Um, you don't see any things stored except for one or two barrels here and there and one or two crew members like standing near them. Uh, another one has just gone down into the lower deck um, looking a bit tired, but there's nothing that suggests what they do with the paper. You assume it could just be merchant's trade. So they probably bring it onto the ship, they store it, and they sell it somewhere else. It doesn't seem to be like anything weird that they do with it. Okay. I'm just walking with with the other four, three, and looking around. Um, Alyssa's going to go to Rigel, and she's going to say, why do you pretend to be so old? I'm not pretending. I, I am really old, and I reach out to stroke the beard that is not there. Um, I'm going to laugh. Yeah, Alyssa's also going to laugh with you, and then she's going to be like, oh, okay, I was just wondering. And then she, like, taps him on the back, but, like, super hard. Okay, and then I stand up straight because she whacked me out of, like, <laughs> she out your of posture correct. <laughs> I'll slap the young into you. <laughs> <laughs> so this happens. What do the rest of you do? What are you, what are you up to? Where do you want to go? Uh, Doe's looking around the cabins. Yeah, Doe's going to find a hammock. Doesn't matter if it's someone else's hammock. As soon as she finds the sleeper quarter, she's going to sleep in it. Awesome. So if you uh, do want to go into the lower deck, there is a little entrance with some stairs, Mm -hmm. and you go down looking for some hammocks. If the others are following, then you can follow her along. You go down some stairs. The first level you reach in the lower deck, there aren't any hammocks yet, um, but there is another staircase going down, except on this level... You can see that it's divided in two. On the one section, there's a lot of uh, stacked barrels. It looks like food and other non-perishables. While the other is built with shelves and shelves of books that are barricaded to the walls. Uh, And at this time of night, two or three candles are still lit, but very low. Uh, And an odd pair of paintings hang despairingly on the one wall behind a large, wide, wooden desk. And on the desk, uh, there is a little sort of name tag stand thing that says, Keeper of Tomes. And... There is an old human sitting there that looks up from his work. Small circular glasses in front of his aged eyes as you enter, as he was poring over books. Ah, a contemporary. Vandex very (laughs) confused. He says, hello, can I assist you? I'm going to lean around and wave and say, I don't know. What can you do? What do you do? Tell me everything. And I'm going to sit and like <laughs> lean on his desk and look intently at him. Okay. What are the other two do? Um, Alyssa's going to stand next to Tavi and be like, I'm also listening. This looks very interesting. What do you do? Because we also work in a library, you know, it's quite interesting. Daggers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doe just doing daggers. And and snaps. Snaps. But Doe's, Doe's not interested in the person. She's looking at the books. But it, yeah, so she's looking to see if there are any books particularly on monster vanquishing. Okay, so with each of you doing that, um, this old human looks at each of you in turn and then goes, well, that's very exciting. Didn't know there was anyone interested in books on this ship except for me. Um, good evening, good evening. I'm the Keeper of the Tomes. I am Father Mortimer Fanny Fartle. So good to make your acquaintance. Um, so, yes, books. I see you painting through the ones of the monsters. Yes, yes, I must tell you the connections. And he turns around and he, like, moves the paintings aside and there's this giant map with, like, string being connected all over <laughs> the map and he's, like, definitely devising something. And yeah, he says, then Doe will look at this string for, like, a moment and then carry on walking. Walking to where? No, to looking at the other shelves. Oh, I see, see, see. Anyone else? I'll, I'll look at the string and I'll try and 
put a connection to the string. Mm-hmm. If you want, you can roll just intelligence, just a basic intelligence to see if you can make sense of what's happening. Alice is going to do the same thing. You can 20. assist if you'd like. You want to give her advantage? Yes. So you can roll again, Carla. Um, when we walked 22. in... 22. You, <laughs> you said he was reading, right? Mm. I want to see what he was reading. Uh-huh. So okay. I'm going to hobble. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make an investigation check. Um, so you figure out that Father Mortimer Fanny Fartle has been tracing positions that they've clearly visited and he's trying to draw a connection between where they're heading. So he's trying to create a direction for what's happening. And you can see that mostly what he's worked out is that we are, we, they, are moving east. Okay. I mean, and that's the plotting that you can make sense of this map as he turns around and says, so this is what I've been working on. I see you are moving east. <laughs> yes, yes, you see, Lord Turkeycock found evidence of his cult dealings in many of the recent raids to recover these, these stolen papyruses. And uh, I can tell you what, I don't know, I think I know what's happening. I think there's something sinister afoot. What was your investigation, check? 13. So, if you sort of lean over as he's discussing with the others um, you see that he's been looking through a, a book about the battle of Lookout Mountain okay do I know anything about the battle of Lookout Mountain you're going to have to make a history check okay what are the others doing I'm listening he's listening to him Alyssa's okay. listening but so is there anything strange about like where he's sitting? So you know, like some places have like those paintings or those books that you move, and then it's like a secret doorway. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Alyssa's just checking for like any secret passages. You just like walk past the books and just like pull them casually. out. Yeah, like just casually, you know. All right. Um, you're not sort of investigating necessarily. Well, you are, but you're also... I'm casually investigating. Casually. I want to say like make a sleight of hand to see. Are you trying to do this sneakily? Yes. Okay, then sleight of hand. What's Doe doing? Has she found a book of monsters? Were you looking for a book of monsters? Mm. Yes. Yes. He's definitely got a book on monsters and demons, but it's closed to the one side. He hasn't been reading it recently. No, no. Like, she will take it. Oh, yeah? Well, like, for yourself? Yes. Sleight of hand, check. Uh, 21. Uh, Yeah, so you, without anyone noticing, because they're busy chatting and um, Fanny Fartel seems to be interested in what's going on, you're pulling out these books and there's no issue. Um, nothing seems to open secretively, but you keep you keep going. You'll keep at it for a oh, while. Twelve. And but she's not trying to like steal it forever. She's trying to read it. Oh, I, see. I thought you meant like take it for yourself and put no, it in the like, bag. No, like take it and open it and read it. Oh, that's fine. Then you don't need to sleight of hand that. You just did it. So you find a book uh, around various demons. There, there are small fat ones. There are bigger serious ones. There's demon lords. Um, is there anything particularly you're looking for? How to vanquish inner demons. There is a section sort of self-helpy. They kind of, uh, and Don't you, say it says see a shrink. No, it doesn't. Okay. But you, you find that chapter and you can start reading through that. All right, so Fanny Fartle is with the two of you. Okay. Well, you mm-hmm. You're still nosing the book. Yes, uh, I wanted to know about the Battle of Lookout Mountain. So uh-huh. I rolled 21. Ah, yes, on your history. So you know that the Battle of Lookout Mountain refers to a series of mountaintops that jut out into the sky further mm-hmm. to the east. And they were meant to become a stronghold for an old general called Alejandro Amenabar. Mm. And he sent his most trusted commander, uh, Valentina Juan Julia Alvarez, 
or so the tale goes. And as you recall this and you page the book, Fanny Fartel's talking to you and uh, he sees what you're doing as, Oh, yes, I see you found that book there. I'm like, yes, yes, it's very interesting. Yes, the Battle of Lookout Mountain, yes? I say I was poring over it recently because I was so interested. Are, are we going eastward? You know, it's east, Lookout Mountains. And you know this battle? You know what? There was something terrible that happened there. A double crossing. Ah, uh-huh. now that sounds fascinating. Treachery, politics. I tell you, it's crazy, isn't it? So, do you want me to tell you? Do you have time? Mm. Who are you? I, we, Who are you? I was quiet. I was oh, waiting yes. for you. I, I thought that's what polite people do. I'm so glad you're on this ship. Um, uh, Lord Turkey Dog, uh, he didn't tell me who you are and why I should be expecting you. Who are you? Oh, I'm Tubby. I'm Melissa. And then she just stops what she's doing. She's like, I'm Melissa. Hi. Cash. Yeah. <laughs> That's Doe. I point out to Doe so, yeah. just deep in a book. You just see like one finger come up and then like, go down. <laughs> and I am Rigel Violan. We are from the Hogwarts Library. Oh, I've heard of it. She has a cousin of mine studied there. You must be wizarding types. Oh, yes. 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 Very, very good to have you on board. As I was saying, so um, uh, the commander, Alvarez, most trusted of General Amenabar's uh, commanders, as it were, reached the summits, you see, with, with fewer men than intended due to this treacherous terrain and, and was met with his enemy forces from the north. A, a battle ensued for three days, at which point Alvarez was meant to receive support troops to tilt the fight in her favour. But they never came, you see, and it was a sad loss. General Amenabar revealed his true intentions to surrender to the northern king, Torsten Kulk. Valentina Juan Julia Alvarez fought to the death. Eventually, it took three soldiers plunging pikes into her to bring her down. Oh, it is a pity we lost a great commander that day. Rizal is crying. Oh. When you, when you say, and then I'm like, when you say we, do you mean like everybody in the world? Us, you, this people's, these ships. I mean, anyone who supports justice and equality and freedom of life. That was the commander's essence, really. Rigel's crying then even me harder. Well. Then me too. You're right. I am part of your we. We or me. Me or we. Yes, very strange group. Um, listen, I, I'd love to uh, talk smack for, for ages, but, um, you know, do you go get a rest? I'm sure um, the Lord Turkeycock is uh, seeing to your arrangements. Um, Melo, thank you for, for coming by. And listen, a little one, um, you nose in the book. Can I, can I help you with something? No. All right, well, can I have my book back? No. But it's my book. And I'm not finished. I mean, we will be on the ship for a while. Surely right. it's fine. Please make sure I have it before you leave. That's very important. Please. It's, it's part yes. of this plan here. See, I need to work this all out. Please do excuse her. Young people these days are so uncouth. You get like, you feel a very chilling look. I'm still trying to count the last two raids and put them up on my map. And I'm trying to figure out what the cult wants. What are they trying to do? They always have patterns, you see. So I need that book as soon as you're done with it. Oh, do you know what they took at the other? What papers? No, no, what what did they take? What did they take? I haven't had a report yet. No, I don't know. You, you know, I'm going to go sleep and then I'm going to walk away like with my arms very close to my body. Panic, So you awkwardly my go charisma, to charisma, I've got minus one for charisma. Brilliant. So it's perfect. Um, you walk towards a square gap in the floor that uh, shows stairs descending down further into the ship. 
And then I'm just going to basically walk with my hands to my sides and be like, if I pass anyone, I don't know anything. And I'm just going to walk in and sort of lean against the wall and go into a trance, <laughs> into my elf trance. Like, <laughs> so, everyone else just watches her go, down the stairs, him, into a darker chamber where there's some hammocks strung up and you just literally find one bare wall and you stand there. And just be like, I know nothing. Don't ask me things. Uh, yes, again, apologies. As I mentioned before, young people these days just don't seem to understand the right and courteous manner in which to engage with us older folk. Quite right, quite right. And he seems very confused still talking to you like this. But he goes, uh, yes, indeed. So uh, help yourselves. Uh, be, be, be calm and comfortable. Thank you so much. Um, I'll, I've just got to get back to my work. See, uh, thank you so much. Goodbye. What do the rest of the three of you do? Um, so Alyssa hasn't found any breaks in anything you, I'm assuming you went back to checking as soon as you yeah, said yeah and fine. I was like moving the painting because there were the two paintings so I just wanted to kind of check there's a moment once um, Tabby exits uh, and Mortimer Fanny Fartle has finished having yeah. this conversation with Rigel uh, he turns around and sees you standing there like in his zone oh he's like <clears throat> sorry um, I thought there was a bathroom I was looking for a bathroom it's obviously <laughs> not here and then and then she like walks straight behind Tabby to to go downstairs <laughs> very awkward uh, the, the old man just mumbles something about strange people alright does everyone else go down yep alright yeah, so like, we need to nose in book and it you looks mean. like exactly she knows where she's going you walk down perfectly fine, oddly so. Um, and you, you're in this second level of the lower deck and you can see that there's another open gap that leads to stairs going down further. But for the moment, you can see a couple of hammocks up. There's three maybe open and another seven have sleeping figures in. Pretty quiet, except for the snoring. What do you want to do? I am going to go into my elven trance for four hours okay. and then be done um, with a long rest. Because mm-hmm. elf. Yeah, if you want to, you can also just long rest and just doze. Yeah, mm. that's what Alyssa's going to do. Well, when I wake up, because I will wake up after four hours, so, I'm going to investigate. Yes, so what are, what are the sleeping quarters like? Are they just, have they just set up ha- hammocks and just stuff? Just hammocks. There's, there's one or two spots where someone clearly doesn't like sleeping in a hammock and they've laid down like a, a bed roll, but it's, it's pretty dank. Okay, I'm going to sleep on, on the most, like the worst my most uncomfortable, like, place that I can find to sleep. That's, you, that, that's you take a moment to happen. check. And yeah. yeah, you find it's it. It's very purposeful. Yeah, okay. Um, there's a bit of the wood and it's, it's <laughs> knotted wood. So there's, like, weird bumps in parts okay. of it. And there's a hole in one that lets a cold breeze through. Yeah, it's really All right, really okay, terrible. okay, that's, that's perfect. And then I'm going to go to sleep. Just <laughs> because it makes you more old when you wake up because you're in pain. No, no, R- huh. Rigel has, has issues. Alrighty. What is Doe doing? You just see Doe's face in a book, but Doe's actually sleeping behind the book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want to take a long rest as well? Yeah. Okay. I wonder, maybe three hip points out of 30? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're all looking rather yeah. battered and bruised, except for Alyssa yeah. when you came onto the show. I'm just waiting for this GM to say, you can have a long rest. <laughs> well, you can indeed have a long rest. Yes. Except for the person who sleeps four hours only. So do you want to tell me if there's anything you do in the remaining four hours? Uh, I'm going to look, go, sort of go down, uh, uh, okay, I'm going to cast uh, on myself, spider climb, mm. which means I can climb on the roof and stuff. 
Brilliant. And, and you I'm, want to do that when you go down into the next level. Yeah, so that I can like spy on the but be. It's like a it's like a video game thing where you walk in and then turn upside down and you just keep walking. Yep, yeah, just quite casually. Yeah. Um, so in the early hours of the morning now, because you guys went to sleep fairly early for mm. a late night adventure, as it were, and you enter, Tabby, the bowels of the airship. And this is the level that seems devoted entirely to the mechanic magical power that keeps this airship flying. These large pistons that pump up and down to your left and right. Steam chirps out of a hole every few minutes. No one seems to be around, especially now. Uh, but there is a table and a chair with an empty plate and a steel mug. There's nothing else in the room. Oh, yeah. Then Except I'm for like a, like a doorway, sort of an adjacent room connecting on the other end. Uh, I'm going to go in there. <laughs> So you just clippity-clop along the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, do you? How do you see in the dark? What's, what's I've got there? dark vision. Okay, fantastic. So adjoined to this sort of engine room, I suppose, is um, this large metal door. Is it locked? You can check. I'll check. Um, roll for me. What do we roll for, for lock checking? I suppose, tell me how you check. I'm going to... At the top of the door, just see, push it open. Like, see if it pushes it open. All right, so you, you, yeah, it seems it seems locked somehow. There's some. It's locked. Okay. Uh, is the how big's the keyhole? Bigger than a normal one. It's like a large door. So I'm gonna peep through the keyhole, but I'm gonna be stuck to the door. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of get down to your haunches in the middle of this door, like sideways. No, I'm gonna climb down from the roof, so yeah. my butt's up towards the roof, oh, and you. my head's peeping through the keyhole. And then you keyhole. just bend over double to check through yeah. the keyhole. Okay, you look through this keyhole and can make out essentially a cargo hold. They seem to be keeping a lot of barrels in there. Um, bags of things. There's some shelves with some glints of light that tell you that's shiny. Is the door, is the keyhole like very hectic? Is it? I mean, no. It just looks like a keyhole. No, I mean, it doesn't look complicated. The lock. No, 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 no. It looks like a very simple lock. I'm gonna pick the lock. I'm yeah, gonna try okay. to pick the uh, lock. Try and roll a sleight of hand. You don't have a lock pick kit or whatever that thing's called. No, not really. What is that called? Thieves' tools. I don't have thieves' tools. Right. Uh, ten. Uh, you. You have a go. You you take out. What do you use? What do you what do you? Use uh, I do have very long hair, and I pinned it <laughs> pinned it back because when I'm spider climbing, you don't want your like long braids <laughs> just hanging in the middle of the room. So I'm gonna pull yeah. out my you take bobby out your pins. pins. You get them in. You kind of wiggle them a bit. You get you feel like there's something about to click, and then the pin breaks in your hand. Doesn't I, seem to unlock the door. I try and get the pin out. Yeah, you can scrabble over it. And then it's like this little sound of scratching in this very quiet chamber. But uh, yeah, you pull out the broken pin. Uh, and then I'm going to... How long is this take? taken? A few minutes, not long. I okay. imagine you, you did everything quite uh, impulsively. Okay, then I'm going to go up the other floors and also investigate the other floors, but also still spider climbing. I can do it for an hour. Oh, wow. So you go up to the next level with the hammocks and you see your teammates sleeping there again. Um, nothing spectacular there. And you go up another level and that's the, the first part of the lower deck, which was where Mortimer Fanny Fartle was. And you see him asleep on the desk okay. um, amidst his books. And if you walk out again, it takes you right onto the main deck. Okay, which I can't obviously climb the roof. Yeah, so, and then you like well, out into gravity. Uh, I'm going to come up and just peep my head. Are people about on deck? There's one or two on the other end, but they're not moving. So you think they are meant to be on watch duty, but they're asleep. Then what I'm going to do is climb onto the side of the ship. <laughs> okay. okay. 
And then I'm going to climb to because you said where the captains, where mm. the captain and the gifts are, and I'm going to climb and try oh, yeah, and yeah. listen in through the window if, and see if they're doing anything. Okay, so you you walk across the ship to the other end um, where you imagine the captain's quarters are. Yeah. Um, and there is a light inside, and if you if you go nearby to one of the very tiny portholes, um, you peer inside, and there doesn't seem to be anyone there. It's maybe three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock, like early hours uh, at this point, and. There doesn't seem to be any movement. Make a perception check. That's a good one. 22. You can see on what looks like sort of a sofa, a mound that is not in fact cushions, but a a being that is breathing heavily. And if you make it out just a little bit, you can tell that that is the Lord Prentice Humphrey Turkeycock asleep on the couch behind a massive desk. And the room is, is filled with, like, general captain's things. On the one side, there looks like a really old tri-point hat that has been hung up. Doesn't use it anymore, for whatever reason. One or two, like, old wooden masks that would never fit a hippopotamus head. And other paraphernalia that decorated that make it look like a captain's quarters. Okay. At that, I'm going to go back and then um, I'm going to go, like chill again basically waiting for the others to wake up i'm like oh well everyone's sleeping i'm very bored now as you walk back along the side of the ship and, and then up over the batter straight yeah i'm gonna like sneak back <laughs> so that um, people make a stealth check for me you get back onto the main deck 18 there's a a moment when as you jump over the ship you hear footsteps coming from the i know this has a name in a ship where the steering wheel is port port stern bar. the stern Wherever that level is, it might be the stone, it might be the port. Um, you hear footsteps coming down in search and you just quickly dart past them and you go down into the lower deck again. Yeah. Cool. To and, then I'm, and then I'm going to rest again. Awesome. And wake up when everyone else wakes up like, oh, this is my first time How waking up. How do all of you wake up? What do you mean? Like Face out of book, still reading. <laughs> so you not- just open your eyes and continue. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so I sort of try and wake up before anybody else does and sort of... When I get up, double check to see if everybody else is still sleeping. Mm-hmm. Because in Rigel's mind, he still believes that they don't actually know like, what he looks like and who he is. <laughs> so, and rather than cast this guy's self on himself, he just prefers the whole beard and the, mm. yeah. I, I sleep because I woke up in the middle, like I woke up, I, I sleep half an hour after everybody. Okay, yeah. So I trance sleep. Oh, the now. three of you, can you all make a perception check for me? 13. 13. 17. A natural 20. You all. All right, so all of you wake up and realize that one of the jiff is standing just next to the staircase, silently looking at you in the shadows. You just see eyes in the skull looking. Okay. Uh, that's not creepy at all. Um, I want to cast the tech thoughts. Sure. Do you have to roll anything? Does he have to roll anything? They need to... It's a wisdom saving throw of 13. Okay. So for the duration, you can read the thoughts of certain creatures. So you initially learn surface thoughts. Ah, 15. If it succeeds, the spell ends. But either way, the target knows that you are probing his mind. You hear a guttural cough from the shadows and Sir Robert John steps out and says, <clears throat> I see you were looking for me. And this is going to giggle. Look, I know you are all um, magical types. I was just checking that you found your sleeping quarters. I went looking for you uh, some time ago. 
we finally got a heading after much berating and um, Lord Turkey Cock went to sleep, so I, I came to check that you have found sleep too. Um, <clears throat> just checking that you were all right. Of course you did. We're going to be up in the next uh, 20 or 30 minutes, so see you on deck. Jolly good. And then you like her rumps up the stairs. That was very weird, guys. What do you want to do? I want to stand up really slowly, like it was actually really, like the sleep was actually really hor- horrible and I am really old, so I want to stand up like really slowly and like hunched over. Meanwhile, I'm actually 100% fine. And <laughs> Alyssa looks like um, Rigel needs some help, so she's going to quickly go over and like try and help him stand up, but... Like, she knows that he's okay. So she's just going to, like, casually stroke the beard. The, the beard is gone because you burnt it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Oh, I'm still going to help what, you what, what, what does... You said Alyssa's in a cat suit, right? Yeah. Like she's a human. leather cat suit. Okay. Rigel just, like, coughs and is trying to, like, shrink away from her, but... Like, at the same time, still trying to maintain this. I'm really old and I'm going to get up and I'm going to accept your help. <laughs> and Tiva? Tabby. Tabby. Wow. Is asleep. Tiva. Well, yeah. You'll wake up in a moment. All right. And Doe? Just reading. You are so in character right now. It's just giving all the looks. And as you are there in your misbegotten selves... And slowly, some of the sailors, like one or two, start shifting, but the rest are still asleep. You hear from under, Captain! Captain! And we'll take a break there, shall we? Mm-hmm. Hi, Dum Dum Die fam. Thanks for listening. So, that is the end of part one of our holiday special one shot, The Last Papyrus. I hope you like it so far. Next week, if you're listening to this in real time of how we release things, part two comes out, and hopefully the climactic conclusion. If you binge this all at once after the fact, though, uh, just go right ahead and jump into the second part. Huzzah. Will the team of interns, uh, wizards, find their missing scroll? Will they find out who exactly has stolen all the paper from the papyrus that lay claim to stealing paper all around the world? And what has disturbed the sanctity of the Biblis Chaser so early in the morning? Maybe some of all that will be revealed. If you like what you hear, please do pop us a young review. iTunes is where that happens. Thank you very much. Otherwise, tell your friends, foes, family, and familiars, uh, maybe via Twitter. It always helps people find us, and we appreciate growing the community. We also appreciate you very much for listening. Okay, bye. What did you get, Ant? I mean, nothing, because Zant's not here. <laughs> Zant always rolls a natural 20, though. Team. Yeah. That's because he's hot, guys. You can't not roll a natural 20 when you're so sexy.